Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Mark. And welcome back to yet another episode of Teenager Therapy. Were you looking at the camera? No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I saw you do a little side eye. <laughs> another episode without a camera, like Kayla said. No camera. Yeah, no camera. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because last episode was all about vulnerability and that episode was actually supposed to be a, like a mental health check-in but it kind of turned into vulnerability which was nice i was like let's just split up the episodes um yeah so we're back to do a mental health check-in and we're trying to be more vulnerable with you guys and oh. each other yeah and each i other. feel like i don't know it's hard to be vulnerable like with you guys not listeners people on the podcast when it feels like so much has gone on that there's like barriers and like just things that have happened that make it not less it makes it less welcoming or like mm. comforting sometimes yeah. that's how i feel yeah yeah there's definitely a lot more barriers now than there were in the past yeah right so it's like what can we talk about what, what can't can we because a lot about? of the things that I feel like have been affecting us mentally. It's things that are just like, oh, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about this. So it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I got nothing to talk about now. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's why there's just no vulnerability because it's like blocked yeah. off. It's off limits. That's why um, we really prioritize like maintaining our friendships with each other. That's why we're still together. And even though so much has happened between us, um, we still have to like, be mature about it and find ways to resolve those conflicts. Uh, and that's essential to the podcast, really. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so today we are going to talk about mental health, like just mental health, nothing specific. Our just, mental health. Yes, our mental health. More specific. Um, yeah, but nothing in particular, like not a specific topic about mental health, literally just our own well-beings and the kind of role mental health plays in our lives today because we haven't really talked about mental health in a little bit of time, like in a little bit of time, um, in a bit. Uh, in a hot minute. In a hot fat mi- while. <laughs> yeah, in a fat while. <laughs> fat minute. Um, and I feel that we kind of like really need to get back into that, obviously. Um, especially when it comes to our mental health, because I feel we are vulnerable about a lot of things. Um, but when it comes to our mental health, we kind of shut down and we've been avoiding the conversation about it. Um, but today... It's a different day. It's yeah, today start. is a different day. Yes, start. sir. This is this is the first step into revamping vulnerability. Being for more us. open. Yes. Um, so I'll start. Uh, my mental health, like my relationship with mental health, is very weird. Obviously, um, I'm a lot better, like significantly better than how I was like let's say a year ago or at least beginning of twenty twenty one. Yeah. And then now 
so much better. Um, I don't see a therapist anymore. Uh, I am just living life. I'm not on uh, medication either. Um, my issue with mental health fluctuates a lot depending on where I am in life. Because I've noticed that um, when things are going well, like I'm going out a lot, I don't have many responsibilities and I have more freedom to kind of fulfill my own needs, whatever they are. You know, I'm obviously a lot happier. And then, like, I kind of forget mental health exists because that's what happened to me. Um, I want to say, like, around the beginning of summer till uh, recently, I felt that mental health didn't really play a role in my life anymore. And it was very surprising. Like, I was pleasantly surprised because the thing with depression and anxiety is that it's incurable. And that is such a scary thing to hear because you don't want to live your entire life being depressed and anxious about what's going to happen and like, you know, just your well-being. And for me, I just always felt like nothing was ever going to get better. Like, you know, January, I felt that my life was over, basically. I really was going through a lot and there was so much trauma and so much resentment towards myself and towards others that I didn't think that I could ever get over it and if I were to live out like the rest of my life it would have to be in like complete misery but I was wrong and I'm so glad I was wrong because it's easy for somebody to think that the world is ending um when things are going wrong in your life like it's so easy to think that things are never gonna get better um when it does get better it just might have to take a lot of time um and effort to do so and that's what i did um i put a lot of time and effort into uh bettering my mental health and just focusing a lot more on me and things were going well in my life at the same time like opportunities were coming to me um friends were coming like experiences were coming to me so life was good life has been very good um and life is still good but i recently hit like a what's the word i recently hit a wall I feel like there's a better word. I, I was going to say wall, but... A, a divot. Small little hole. Let's just say wall. God damn. <laughs> okay. So phone. I recently hit a wall. Not the best <laughs> phrase to put it in, but I basically... Oh, I hit a... What, is it a runt? A runt. That's good. I, I like hit a runt. a little runt. bump in the road? Uh, let's I know just say you I hit a runt. Hopefully you guys know what I mean. Um, and... <laughs> I realized that my mental health is start like the my mental health issues are starting to come back. And I was a little worried because I just found myself 
having like little to no energy a lot of the times and I started to feel sad for no reason and anxious about the future. Um, so I was a little worried and I think that was because my life changed routines a lot and I'm going to school now. And even though it is USC, going to school is like still very poor on my mental health. And so I think my mental health has deteriorated a little bit. And I don't know. It's like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like in the past, if this was happening, I would be in shambles. Like it would already have like conquered me. But now I know how to handle it, which is cool. And what I'm getting at with this whole like little tangent is that living with mental health is possible. That's the thing. It's with mental illness. Right, my bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I confused those two. Yeah, my bad. Living with mental illness is very much possible. Um because you think that it's going to like sure it's it restricts you but it doesn't have to completely stop you from having a genuinely good life um and it all um like it takes therapy it takes um learning how to process your emotions in a healthy way and communicating your problems to yourself and really understanding what you went through, how it makes you feel, and how to go about it. Because uh, I, I had a very um, big issue with letting things go. I couldn't ever let anything go. I let a lot of emotional baggage weigh me down, and I couldn't ever grow from it. I let those, you know, let's say like, for traumatic events in my life define the rest of my life basically um but i'm starting to realize that there is a lot more to life waiting for me and that things always turn like things turn things turn out okay when you wait it out and you put in the work to like get to that point um so yeah i i i'm a depressed person but i don't let depression ruin my life and i don't and i I wouldn't say that like i am like suffering because i'm not like i'm i i can distinguish what is going on in my life uh and like what's just going on in my head and i think oftentimes i let whatever is going on in my head just completely taint the reality that i'm in right now um so yeah i don't know if like you guys are understanding what i'm talking no i understand what you mean i (laughs) I feel like i'm just like rambling um How are you coping with it now? It's good. Like, I feel that 
because I saw a therapist and she really helped me um, understand like certain patterns in the way I was thinking and change those ways, you know, that really unhealthy cycle of like pessimisticism, pessimism, 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 yeah. Yeah, so she helped me, you know, look at life in a very optimistic way. And I have a lot more hope for, you know, my future and just like the current state of my well-being. So it's been good. I, I, I'm really happy that I got to this point because I know a lot of people never get to and they don't have the privilege of getting to this point. But I want everyone to know that if you are struggling with like a mental illness that it's possible to still live a good life with it like don't, I, don't let it define you um and yeah i'm i'm doing good like sure things resurface and um bad things that happened in my past are brought up and i I can get a little lost in that, but I have also been able to learn how to, I've, I've been given the time to process those emotions so that I don't let that get to me anymore. Yeah, that's my mental health check. That's good to hear. Yeah, um, I, yeah right? Because I feel like in the past, I just, like, I always complained about the bad things. Like, I always was talking about, oh, my God, mental health is ruining my life, right? Like, my mental health is so horrible. Um, and I never really got to, got, like, had a chance to talk about how good things have been with mental illness. Like, it's it's a process for sure, but... It's possible. So yeah. That's it's been good. good. I'm really happy that you went to therapy. Yeah, me too. Much needed. It's so like it's crazy because I remember when I was dating Gael and he would like l- beg me to go to therapy and I would just say like, "No, I don't need it. Like I can get better on my own." Um, I should have listened because I couldn't get better on my own. I feel like I, if if it was just me, I would have just been stuck in the same cycle of emotions and thoughts that I wouldn't have been able to grow as much as I did with the help of a professional. Um, so, seek therapy if you can, even if you feel like you don't need it. It can be very, very, very beneficial and insightful. So, yeah, try seeing a therapist. Who next? <laughs> um, I guess I can go next. <clears throat> Let me think. I honestly, I don't even check up with myself that often. Like, I sort of just go through the motions. And if, like, something is bothering me, I just, I'll think about it for a while. And, like, it'll be in the back of my head for a long time. But I never put my full attention to it. I sort of just, like... I just go about my day without, like, you know, actually getting to, like, the root of the issue. And 
I know that's a problem that I have, like processing my emotions because I like, how do I even do that? It's like, it sometimes it seems like such a vague term to like process your emotions. I'm like, what does that even mean? Um, but if I'm really thinking about it, I guess things have been okay. <laughs> um, like when was was it yesterday that like we had that talk it was um or the day before yesterday it was monday night i think well monday night about like two days ago oh wait yeah when this is it was monday night um basically like um i had some friends over and we're just like talking about things um but it made me really like question my own experiences i guess and like how how i went about those experiences um and another thing i hate is how i cry It just makes it so difficult for me to say what I want because I start crying. And it, like, actually annoys me. <laughs> like, it's... I just wish I could talk about things <sighs> without feeling, like, the urge to cry. But I think I cry because I don't process my emotions. <laughs> like... I'll cry about things that happened, like, two years ago. And it's just because, like, I've never, like, come to terms with it, I guess. Like, there's just things that I, like, I don't say out loud. Like, it just feels like I can't tell anybody because... I feel like nobody else has gone through that thing. So it's like, I mentioned it in the last episode or past recording, but it's like, if nobody has gone through it, then why am I saying it? It's, it just seems like pointless sometimes. And so that's why it's like always in my head. Like, I just think about it. And yeah, it's like, it's things that happened like so long ago, but it's just because I don't talk about it like at all. Like I don't even say it out loud. It's like just always like accumulating in my head. And so I think that's why like I get emotional really easily because it's like little things will like just trigger like my memory of like whatever happened. Um, but yeah, so Monday night, I was, when they were talking, I was sort of just thinking about that, and it's like, I was also, like, trying to study, but, like, that was not working, but, um, yeah, I was just thinking about, like, myself, and, like, I sort of started, like, tearing up, but, um, I was, like, it's, like, my bed over, and then my desk under, so, like, nobody could really see me, but, yeah, I was sort of, like, crying a little bit, um, 
and I don't know it's just like even if I wanted to like talk about it it's like it's really hard for me to like actually say everything um because it's like okay once you say it then it's like real you know like things happen like it's real but what's in when it's in your head it's like okay well only I know this you know like it's just for you um but yeah Monday night I was just like reflecting I guess um and it's honestly anytime I ever actually like sit down with myself or like actually try to think about like my feelings or whatever it always goes back to like the same things that have happened and it sucks because I sometimes feel like when am I gonna get over it <laughs> like sure it's like easier because like you know time has passed I'm like I moved away school started whatever like it's easier but it still affects me and like I just I wish it wouldn't anymore because like what I would think I'm over it and then turns out I'm not because I'm literally crying over it um so yeah think i just need to do a better job with like checking in with myself and like also letting other people know but that's just the hardest part because i'm also like i don't want to like okay i know like i'm not bothering anybody but like i don't want to bother anybody and i just don't want to add that extra like weight or like problem to like anybody and then there's also that component of like do they care (laughs) like I know like I know everybody says like yes I care I care but it's like I don't know it sometimes feels very surface level you know so that's why I'm like hesitant at times um but besides that if I'm not thinking like genuinely thinking about my feelings I'm okay for the most part. Um, Yeah, I'm okay for the most part (laughs) after I just, like, started crying. Do you, like, ever give yourself the chance and time to process your emotions? Or do you, like, when those emotions come out, you just immediately, like, I go on TikTok. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) um, When those emotions do come up, I just... I don't like, like, I just try to, like, not think about it. So I'll just, like, do my schoolwork, like, go on my phone. Like, I just don't want to, like, genuinely, like, think about it. Because it also feels like, like, I need to do something about it. Because I'm the only one that can. Um, But it's hard when you feel like, you need to talk to like other people to like move forward because that's like the hardest part for me like talking to other people about it so yeah Yeah. i don't think i give myself the time 
I think what would help would be like, cause I feel like I've never had, like I haven't really seen you cry, cry. You know what I mean? I I see you cry and I see a couple of teardrops, but I feel like you're restricting yourself from like so much and you're not letting it out because you're scared. And I think when you find like the right setting and like you feel comfortable in like the right space to do it and then when your emotions do come out at that time you should just be you should try letting it out like all of it out like really let yourself cry cry because i think it's it kind of like helped me process a lot of things was like really soaking in what happened and like just letting like all of my feelings out about it it made me realize that like the severity of the problem and then after that i had time to be able to like understand what to do about it and i think um even though i know like on the surface you are okay it would be nice if you did go see like a therapist or like Maybe not a therapist, like, you can also just see a counselor or just one person that, like, you feel that you can talk to without judgment. And I feel like that could really help you out, too. Yeah, I've thought about it. Um, Like, one of my roommates, like, they signed up for, like, a meeting with the therapist, which I guess was available. I didn't know. But, like, it all got filled up or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Like, if her meeting thing went well, then I would, like, I would do it. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's it for me. Um, yeah, I just, I don't like crying. But I do it often, so. Yeah. It sucks. Crying can be good. Is how, is like, I I learned that crying can be good. Uh, Growing up, I cried a lot. And I feel like sometimes I cry too much. And sure, maybe I did cry too much. But at the same time, crying just, it relieved so much out of me. Like, I feel, I felt like, you felt lighter. Yeah, if I yeah, you do feel a lot lighter when you do cry out all of your emotions. Like, you just feel, because it is essential to cry. Like, it's very important for yourself to let out those emotions when it when it needs to be let out, because it'll build up otherwise. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So crying can be therapeutic. Yeah. Um. My takeaway from all this is to process my emotions. Um, You know, it's really hard sometimes. Because then you're just confronted with, like, all your bad experiences, I guess. Which is what you're trying to avoid. So it really forces you to, like, just face it and, like, process it. Just grow from it. Yeah. Um, I don't know 
I been doing? I feel like I also do the same thing as you, Kayla, that I don't take enough time to process my emotions. So when I actually do think about things that have like happened to me or in my life, I like get a lot more emotional than I, like, I thought I would. Because um, when I think about it in my brain, it's not it's not too bad. But as soon as you like say it, I don't know. Something releases. It's yeah. just so funny that like as soon as you physically say it, it's like when you like all the emotions flood in. Because it's real. Maybe mm-hmm. that it's is like... why. Maybe that is why. Like you realize, like oh shoot, it solidifies it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I also need to take a lot more time to reflect. I mean, I do honestly. I I'm not like terrible at it. I do notice whenever I'm like not feeling the greatest, I will take time to kind of just spend some time in my mind acknowledge what thoughts aren't helping me which ones are good to process and i just do something about it and i just give myself time to like go through and i keep reminding myself like um i'll feel i'll get over it eventually like it's only a couple more days i'm going to be feeling like this and usually it works like i'll spend two days feeling like that but i just keep reminding myself like wow i can't wait till this goes away till this passes and then it does um but yeah, I also need to spend a lot more time actually thinking about my feelings. I feel like a big reason that I don't think about my feelings is because I sometimes I like get a feeling that I have like this like permanent empathy burnout towards others and towards myself because I've noticed every time like we talk about something like serious, um, whenever I talk about something serious with others or I think about something serious within myself. I tend to very much shut down and just not think about it. And my mind starts to wonder to other stuff. I guess maybe like as a coping mechanism. Um, Which sucks because I feel like when I was younger, I used to be very um, empathetic towards people or sympathetic, whichever one it is. Probably both of them. Um, And I used to like spend a lot of my energy trying to help others feel better. And... There was also, like, a lot of times where it was abused in a way. And I think that also, like, probably did some, like, long-term... It had a long-term impact on me. And now whenever a serious issue comes up where there's, like, a real emotion, I just wander off and I don't necessarily care as much as I want to. Um, because my just my brain can't, like, I don't, like, want to, like, engage with it. Um, so I just don't. So that's also a barrier when it comes to like helping others and helping myself is that I just don't care enough. I, I don't want to care. Um, um, but yeah, I definitely do take my time to think about things. Um, I've been meaning to do like a little check-in recently where I just kind of think about my emotions, what I've been processing, what I've been feeling, what's been affecting me subconsciously. Just haven't had time for it. Um, but I enjoy those moments. And besides that, like, I feel like I'm doing okay. There's a lot of things that make me sad, but I think that's just like normal. There's always going to be things that make me sad, but for the most part, like my mental health is doing okay. How do you do your check-ins? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'll just go on a walk and like lay down, listen to music and just think about, let my mind wander and see where it takes me. Um, and that kind of helps me figure out what issues are on my mind. If it's something I keep thinking about. I also, if I want to release an emotion, I guess I like 
um i just write it down i write about it like all my thoughts throughout it like why why i'm feeling it what it means all of those things um and that helps me a lot too and i cry about it too so those are the three things that help me a lot but yeah that's it for me Glad you're doing okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you. Guess it's my turn. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, this feels uncomfortable. Talking about how I feel. This whole time has been, I've been on my mind thinking about what I want to say. What I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. I'm still very confused about how I feel. Um, but um, though my, you might. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Oh no worries. Of course not. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, my relationship with mental health, I always think, I always, co- I was, or, uh, I always correlated mental health with perspective or mindset i feel like one important thing that changed the way i look at mental health was reading the book that gaia recommended me called the courage of to be disliked and that book it was a self-help book and it really made things simple for me i like to think of ways in a system it just makes it simpler like that and so basically if something that I experience if it's like yes or no then it goes to somewhere else yes or no it goes somewhere else yes or no somewhere else then usually it doesn't become a problem anymore because I sort of justify it as to why it's not a problem anymore and that gets very confusing sometimes because I feel like sometimes that's how I invalidate my feelings the things that I'm going through And then I get confused with with my mindset. And that's like so weird because my mindset is my mental view. Or that's the way I view it. And so I get this sort of... Like how you guys say it. Like a stalemate with my relationship with mental health. Because sometimes I like it. But sometimes I don't like it. And I get confused about like what am I or who am I? You know, am I this type of person am i that type of person am i only this type of person because i'm scared or am i this type of person because i'm selfish i I don't know but um recently or recently i think i've gone through a shift in a new perspective i feel like before the last month i used to see things in a more positive or optimistic way but mm, there was just a lot of factors that contributed to this change. School was a big part. My relationship, friends, made me think about the way I view things. You know, and my birthday too. You know, turning eighteen. I think you know metaphorically. Because cause birthdays, you know, you're not a, physically, you're not a 
you're not a different person what like once today you turn the next age if that makes sense like once you turn 18 you're still the same person basically from the day before but i don't know to me like this is just a pivotal time for the way i view things now i feel like i'm becoming more of an adult if you can say metaphorically perhaps i'm trying to be more responsible with the things that i can control and that involves with my mental health you know i believe i can control my mental health with my financial situation and my interpersonal relationships um like i said before i feel like i had an optimistic way but right now it's i'm a lot more careful and with the people that i trust i'm more careful about all of that yeah that's how i've been feeling lately Oh, and then uh, this important thing. Um, I never felt this way before, but recently I I I have like this physical reaction to my past experiences. I would feel really nauseous, like I'm going to throw up when I look back into like a traumatic experience. It's really weird. But it usually happens when I drink coffee. So I don't know if that like the coffee, bro. It's <laughs> catching up to you. No, maybe, but it's it's really weird. Yeah, it's a lot of reflection, self reflection, um, happened during these during the last month, basically. It was a big month, to be honest, because it was like my birthday. It was the anniversary for the podcast. It was my anniversary with my girlfriend. I had to it was a really big time for me to think about myself and what I want. Mm-hmm. A lot of change and a lot of growth. Yeah. Yeah. Am I happy with it? I don't know. I don't know if I like the way that I'm growing to. I don't know if it's just like the past me wanting to become still wanting to be the past me. Do you think maybe because like your past self was more like carefree? Oh, oh, okay. There you go. I think that's. <laughs> I guess so. You just don't want responsibility, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, no. Basically, I don't think anybody does. No, you know you're right. I, I, I think back then, the main thing why I liked that book so much because it just made things a lot simple. Whoops. There you go. A lot simpler, but because of just wants more responsibilities that I'm given. It's not so carefree anymore. Yeah. No, I understand. Thanks. You have a lot more to take care of now. Oh, yeah. So, days just aren't as enjoyable anymore. Yeah, basically. Basically. But that's why I do try to make that time for things that I enjoy. Like recently, I took a dance class with Gael. Yesterday. Oh, how was that? It was pretty cool. Okay. You can see on my Instagram at Mark Hugo. <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> it was very nice. Um, that was a really touching moment. It was very fun. 
I'm glad. Thanks. That's good. Um, New experiences, I think, are key to keeping your mental health healthy. Um, Mm. Letting yourself explore new things and not getting so stuck in the past. I agree. I totally agree. Ever since I took that dance class, I was really think about how I'm excited to take future dance classes. It's something to look forward to. It's like a change in routine. It's like oh, something yeah. new, something exciting. Yeah. Unexpected. Because yeah. once you get used to this whole like routine, it's like you get bored with life. Your mental health. For sure. Decreases. So it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like what Kayla said, you know, being careless. Because I feel like when I'm, when I am like taking this dance class, I get to take a break from everything you know in a way I all your responsibilities like you don't have to yeah. think about them yep mm-hmm. yeah okay i just realized something as everybody was talking um and it's that i don't know <laughs> i just real i'm just realizing like no i'm not just not reali- realizing but like I don't know if I'm if like the way I'm processing my emotions are like healthy. Um because like I said earlier, I don't really let mental health get to me uh, or weigh me down. But I also am starting to notice that like I start to just repress a lot of things suppress me yeah so (laughs) yeah so so while you were saying that i'm like wait i find myself starting to do that too Mm because before i would be able to talk about things and open up and like really like sulk in like all of the pain and trauma but now i feel like even though mental health my like my mental illness isn't getting to me i think it also might be because i'm suppressing it Mm. because i don't know i feel that in order for you to move on from things sometimes it has to take like just forgetting and i think that's what i've been doing Um, and that's how yeah that's how you've been processing yeah yeah, and, and that's how I feel that I've gotten over or quote unquote gotten over like a lot of like the issues that I used to deal with. Like a lot of the things that were weighing me down, I've been able to get over because I process them. But at the same time, I also suppress them. So I don't know. It's just, <laughs> just a little bit of insight was given to me while you guys were talking. Um, I really think it's just like understanding the difference between suppressing your emotions and understanding when like the battle is done. Because I, I think we have a hard time, you know, choosing our battles with our mental health and our thoughts, I guess. Like, you know, let's say you have five like terrible things that like really impacted your mental health and made it severely decrease in wellness. Um and suppressing would be like you just never think about it you just moved on like moved on with emotions decided i'm not going to think about it never happened like pretended like it never never happened that's suppressing but if you took time to process it 
come to a conclusion, understand how you feel, how it made you feel, and then like an action step as in what I'm going to do about it. And then, then, then after that, you decide not to think about it. That's just choosing your battle. There's no reason to sulk in the past and to keep living and reliving the past. So, okay. Yeah, actually. Okay. In that sense, then I have processed a lot of like my traumatic experiences, but the more recent things that have been going on, I've been suppressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think I have like looked to suppression of my emotions to deal with my mental health mm-hmm. and like even though it's working i don't know if it's like it works for a while yeah it works <laughs> for a while i don't know if it's gonna be effective long term probably not but we can update you guys along mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. will be your trial run <laughs> yeah lab rats <laughs> exactly um but that's a little update on how we were doing hopefully it helped you at least see how four different people think about their mental health. Um, I'll probably put a poll in this. Like, <laughs> I'll put a poll on this. <laughs> Is Spotify sponsoring you today? No, okay. it's just like a cool feature. <laughs> like, it's just the yeah, I just genuinely love it. It's cool because you get to like, I don't know, it's like engaging it with the episode. Cool, yeah. So like, I'll put a poll or like, how, how do you process? Do you feel like you suppress it? Because I'm like curious to see. So, um i'll leave you guys with the chance to respond to that um hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully it helped you you can uh yeah i don't know take something away from it yeah hopefully so thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode bye bye, bye.